Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Benjamin, a crisp November Monday. Finally, the weather is cold. <laughs> Needed it. You really did. <laughs> Needed it. And don't worry, nobody will notice I'm wearing the same pants from last week's episode. You know what I've been thinking about a lot? <laughs> Scoops versus slices. Hear me out. Slice, always good. Slice of cake, slice of peats, slice of bread. Scoop, who knows, right? Ice cream, tuna. Eh, chicken, salad. Delicious. Oh, you're saying that sometimes the scoop isn't good. The slices, yeah, but you could have bad pizza. Not really, though. Like, bad pizza is like bad sex. Like, at least you're having it. Are you a salad person, like a tuna salad, chicken salad, egg salad? Do you like Do you like the salads? Just ask also, me if I'm we, Jewish. Yes, we, I'm Jewish. And and how did we in America end up taking a pound of chicken, throwing some mayonnaise on it, and calling it a salad? It's insane. Potato salad? It's not a salad. No, it's ridiculous. It's delicious. I love them. Let's rename love. it. What's your favorite of the salad category? What's your favorite salad? Wow. All right. I didn't know we were going to get that deep that quick. I would say a tuna salad. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I screwed myself because I wanted to talk about macaroni salad and how delicious it is. But it's obviously not better than a tuna or a chicken. Tuna. Tuna. It's tuna. tuna. By the way, you ever, had, the, you ever had a little pasta in your tuna salad? Yeah. Back in the day. Fantastic. And then you bake it. You ever had that? Of course you have. You've never had bacon? No. Bake it. Oh, you bake it, you bake it. Yeah, sure. Delicious, even though like the idea of hot tuna makes me want to throw up, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, tuna casserole, tuna melt. Tuna melt. But with the tuna melt, you like hot tuna? No, you like cold tuna on a toasted bread with melted cheese. No, I'll eat it hot, babe. I I'll do it. I I'm there for the experience. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, old school, like a, a tuna belt. I don't, a, a patty melt. That's a little, that's a little too Gentile. <laughs> yeah, no, no patty melt for me. Tuna melt's delicious. A nice French fry. Sweet potato or regular? Regular, always. Steak or skinny? Skinny. <laughs> I'm a steak skinny. man. Really? I like a nice thick fry. So the steak fry, I think, is more about the fry. And the skinny fry is more about the dip. Okay, all right. It's a lot to... It's a lot to think about. 
these are the important conversations that we have here, the Good Guys Podcast. Speaking of important conversations, should we listen to a speak pipe for this week? Oh, oh, I would love to hear from another moron. No, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a couple wonderful Good Guys morons. Oh, on. that's what we should call. Everybody's looking for nicknames for the Good Guys morons. <laughs> I know, jerk offs. <laughs> <laughs> so what should we call ourselves, Ben? Fans of the good guys, idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. I don't think it'll catch on with our fans, <laughs> but we'll uh, we'll get a kick out of it. Oh, I just am so uh, our first live event. We're just so blessed to have so many morons here tonight. <laughs> you just cracked my skull. That's Even funny. Even that soft foam. Uh, for, for our, before we get into the speak pipe, for our maybe future live show, part of me wants to like be like Chappelle and have everybody put their phones in a bag so we can be crazy. Right. But also like the virality with the phone, the capturing content, you know, we want the content. We'll decide. We'll that's, decide behind closed doors. That's cute of you to think that we're even remotely as prolific <laughs> as Dave Chappelle that we would have to gatekeep our material. And first of all, pay the thousands, thousands of dollars it would take for people to put their shit in a bag so that we couldn't get their cell phones out. <laughs> well, I have one homeless guy at the door collecting everybody's phones. They'll never get them back. <laughs> we don't want you to... <laughs> We don't want you to steal any moments from our slightly <laughs> shittier, but live podcast. All of a sudden, there are 500 new iPhones on eBay. <laughs> I can't wait for people to come see our podcast live and be like, you know, I paid a ticket for this, but I get the actual podcast for free. What was I, nuts? <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. Okay, speak pipe time, baby. Let's do this. Hey, Josh. Hey, Ben. Just want your point of view on the controversial topic of kids versus no kids. I know you guys did a this or that before on this, and I loved it. But I think something that you didn't cover is something I'm still struggling with, with dealing with my friends who have children. I find them complaining a lot about the fact that they have kids and they're, you know, struggling, whether it comes to debt or time or stress and they often put it off on me. I'm 30. I'm very happy with the fact that I don't have kids. I don't want them. And I feel like it's kind of a burden to consistently hear the whole, at least you don't have kids mantra or, you know, your life is so much easier because you don't have kids. And what are you complaining about? And, you know, I'm not one to complain, but I do feel like a scapegoat, right? It's an easy target to point and say, you know, you don't have kids. Your life is so much easier. Stop crying all the time. But it's also their choice that they had children. So I'm really interested to get your guys' take on it because Ben doesn't have children yet with our queen, Claudia. And Josh, you have two beautiful boys with Paige. And I'm so intrigued to see how you guys feel about both sides of that. Let me know. Thanks. You know what would have made that speak pipe a little more compact? If she had kids to take care of. Totally. Thank you so much, moron. <laughs> It'll never not be funny. Okay. Yeah. I actually, you know what? It's interesting. You can still complain. If you're a good friend, you take somebody's complaint. We all deal like at least me. 
I call my friends to check up on them, and I know they're going to dump their stuff on me. Don't have a conversation and ask somebody how they are if you don't want them to tell you how they are. If you don't want them to tell you how they are, then don't ask them. It's very simple. But if you're in a conversation, how are you? You run the risk of them not saying, good you, them saying, oh my God, I had kids. I, I want to die because I, I haven't slept in three weeks. But yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think everyone needs to get over themselves. I would say the only time I get annoyed with single friends is if they're, if it affects me, like where, you know, we're going to a restaurant or we, we have a date and I'm on time and they're not. And they're because they're late from their second brunch and third round of yoga for the day. And I'm like, mm. do you know that I've been up since 5 a.m. and literally taking care of children, done my job, got a workout in and I'm here on time. It's like that. But other than that, like, I think I'm not one of those people who believes anyone should have kids who doesn't want to have kids because my mother, Barbara, she's very much. I mean, someone could literally you could say who, who's a good example. You could be like, you know, Jonas Salk cured polio, created a vaccine that changed the world. But if he didn't have kids, my mother would say such a shame. <laughs> Never had children. Who's going to take care of him? Like, I'd be like, my, you know, he had a pretty full life. You know, he, he cured polio. She'd be like, but who's there on Passover to look for the matzah? Like, that's it. It's crazy. She's right. She's right. Who are you doing it for? God forbid you do it for yourself. What are you, nuts? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just like a big proponent of kids. They are my favorite things. I, I just... I love having children. It's they're they are the highlight. They're such a good distraction from you. And I dare I say it that most people are besieged and drowning in self. And they could all be they could all benefit from just having a little break. From, wow. Have a little break from you and listen to that us, morons. That was very Deepak Chopra of you. Thank you. I heard Deepak Chopra is a bad tipper. Guys, the guilt of eating bread, of enjoying beautiful, delicious bread, which we should all be able to enjoy and not feel bad about it, it has been solved with Hero Bread. I love Hero Bread. You've probably heard them advertise on the podcast before because it just makes sense. Look, Benjamin and I, we love to eat, right? We all do, or at least I think we do. And the reality is, is that bread has always been a sticking point for a lot of people because you just feel like, Ah, uh, the calorie to nutrient ratio. I know I'm told to feel guilty, but I love it. Well, with Hero Bread, that's all done. Because Hero Bread, first and foremost, it, it tastes like bread. Like it's delicious. You would never know the difference. It's tasty, flavorful. When my son has it, when I, I grill him up a little bit of French toast with it, or maybe I throw a, a wrap together because they have these great wraps you can do and make a little something fun for him and his friends. He never, ever questions it. But here's the best part. Hero Bread is high fiber, ultra low net carbs, and zero grams of sugar per slice. Yeah. And if you use the discount code for your first purchase, good guys, you'll get 10% off at hero.co. And they make sliced breads, buns, tortillas, whatever you need. And there's even a limited drop for the holidays. They got croissants and brioche slider rolls. I'm ordering that. But seriously, it's got five to 10 grams of protein in every serving and lower calories than the top selling version. And it just tastes delish. 
So visit Hero.co and use code GOODGUYS at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O with code GOODGUYS for 10% off your first order. My wife and I just got a new piece of furniture from Article and we're obsessed with it. It's like this, I don't want to call it an entertainment center because my wife gets annoyed. She's like, what are you from the 80s? I'm like, yes, I was born in 1986, but it goes under the television and it's like beautiful quality. It's solid. It feels premium. And the best part was with Article, we didn't have to worry about a thing. Look, Article is a disruptor. They're smart. They realize we all go through so much stress when trying to furnish a new apartment, a house. But especially if you live in a city, you can't like make it out to some, you know, gigantic store in the middle of the nowhere. Well, Article is going to offer you fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. They won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. They've got all the kind of furniture you'd want. Mid-century, modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi. What is that? I don't know and neither do you, but it's cute. Boho designs, whatever it is. And they've got a team of designers that are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. So, Go check them out. I promise you, between their knowledgeable customer care team, you're going to have an easy experience. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So to claim, visit article.com slash goodguys, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash goodguys for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I think we have another speak pipe from someone. <laughs> I believe it is an anonymous. Is it not? Yeah, I think it's. Might be anonymous. Let's see. Okay. Hi, Daddy. Hi. Hey, Ben. Um, <coughs> it's Max. What the question is, does basketball bounce higher than soccer balls or does soccer balls bounce higher than basketballs? <gasps> Bye. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. I was like, where is this Asian woman calling from? <laughs> and then I realized it's Max. That was our number one moron, Max. <laughs> so cute. Dear son, certainly a basketball. <laughs> Thank you. Right? I don't even think it's a question, right? Unless you kick it. But if you're just bouncing it off the floor, a basketball. I just, right? There's no debate in that, is there? I just had to play it. I, I should have looked it up. My son loves when we listen to things like the Curious Kids podcast where they would actually look up something like that and figure it out. Or We have a nice time. But that's that was my, my four-and-a-half-year-old prodigy son, Max. I mean, who leaves a message like that? This kid is going places. I love you, Max. I can't believe he found the link and did it all by himself. <laughs> totally by himself. <laughs> <laughs> he hacked my wife's phone. <laughs> Imagine, so cute. imagine he's like, hey, good guys. I'm really over my brother. Like, yeah. It's like a real question. I'm looking for some advice on how to kill my dad. <laughs> I'm trying to run away. Any thoughts? 
<laughs> Next one from Jasmine. Hello, good guys. My name is Jasmine. I'm calling from Chicago. I first just want to say thank you for being the good guys and restoring my faith in the male species by just being yourselves. Anyways, I'm calling for advice on in-laws. I'm not married, but my older sister has been married for six years. Everything was sort of fine in the beginning, but over the past, I would say, year and a half to two years, I can't stand the man. The reason is he always has to be the funniest guy in the room, and he does that by putting everyone around him down. Whether it's making fun of you to your face or making fun of someone behind their back, everyone's always the butt of his jokes. He will always put people down to build himself up, and I know that comes from a place of deep insecurity on his part, but that may not be obvious to anybody else. He also always has to be the smartest guy in the room, and so he never shuts up about his knowledge on any subject that's being talked about at any given moment. He just runs his mouth. It has gotten so bad that I don't even want to be around him, but I want to be around my sister. I want to spend time with her, but he is such a big deterrent. My question is, do I tell my sister how much I don't like her husband and why and explain why I'm not around? Or do I keep my mouth shut, keep the peace, go about my life? I don't know what to do. Do I tell her? Do I not? Please help me. Thank you so much. So nice of Paige's sister to call him. (laughs) (laughs) That took me a second. Good one, Ben. (laughs) Of course, the joke is that my wife's sister fucking hates me and I'm that guy. The end was a little scary. The please help was like she was being held in a bunker. So I hope she's safe recording that message. (laughs) The guy sounds like a total jerk. I don't think this is like you you opened it as in-laws. What do you do? This is just like a toxic asshole. Like you don't want to, you don't need that. Tell her, say, hey, you're funny, man. Ain't that funny. And he's hurting my feelings and I don't like his negativity. Or distance yourself. That's the other thing. You can either confront it or you can separate yourself from it. The problem with confronting is that you have an unrealistic expectation that this person is going to change just because you said something. Mm. But if you distance yourself from it, then you're protecting yourself. And I understand that it's an in-law and this is why it comes back to the in-laws because you have to see this person, but you really don't. Like if he's that terrible, just go see her for for lunch or like see her separately if he, if he really is that bad. Josh? You got two options. You either got to go, you got to go the spy route. You got to embed yourself with the enemy, right? You got to endear yourself, figure out what he likes. He's probably into online betting, chicken wings. (laughs) You know what I mean? He probably uses dude wipes. He's probably, uh, you know, I don't know. He's probably like a little racist. And you just got to start like, (laughs) you got to like look up some good jokes. You know what I mean? Like you're going to need to engender yourself to this person. And slowly but surely, as you become more buddy-buddy with him, you start to say like, you know, maybe you don't want to like go after everyone or we all know you're the smartest, but you don't got to tell everybody you're so smart. You know what I mean? Like you really attack it from the inside. That's the first thing. And I'm kind of, go- I'm kind of kidding, but also I found that if you actually try to be friends with these people, like really work at it and you disarm them, they're more capable of hearing your input. Yep. Agreed. Or you drone strike them. And you fucking, you lay into this guy. The next time he does that shit, be like, hey, boss, you're not funny. 
and just see. Throw a, you know, throw a Molotov cocktail in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner and see what happens. And get a big ass plate of whatever you're eating and just watch as this thing goes up in flames. Because basically, from what we're seeing, like the sister, it sounds like if if she was close enough with her sister, I don't think she would be so afraid to bring this up to her. But I don't know. As two incredibly funny people, <laughs> I will say that they're, you're not really funny if your entire bit is making fun of people. Right. Like if you're, if you're like a gossip funny person, that's a cheap shot. Like those are easy. You throw them in from time to time, just like how I called all of you morons. That was a cheap shot. That's Cheap right. shot. But real funny people, he doesn't sound like a really funny guy. He doesn't. So I agree. If you tell him, you buddy, you're not funny. Wow. Watch the way he shivers in his boots. Yeah. And bring up like, go dark, deep and quick. I'm talking, be like, wow, like, did you develop that defense mechanism because your dad ignored you? Or like, wow, like, when did this material, when did you accrue that when you were only getting bronze medals at fucking Little League? Like, is this the pain of never getting a D1 scholarship being taken out on me and my family? Like, is this because, Boom. yeah, the science fair didn't work out for you, Scott? It's probably Scott. That's a real jerkhead name. Is this because you've lost your last 30 parlays in a row? Yeah. Boom. Exactly. Broke. Is this because Degenerate. of how, how scumbag? Is that is this because of how diverse your workplace is, Scott? Yeah, Scott. <laughs> yeah, racist Scott. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just show him this. He'll feel like a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh or we just fed his ego and he's like all of a sudden like a superhero like he took all of this energy from us and now he doubles down oh he can never win okay i'm just gonna get right to the point i am dying to know what your guys's last meal would be if you were on death row okay and like don't just say like oh my mom's okay so i remember listening to this and thinking what do you don't you don't listen to the podcast? Go, Ben. No, but it's also like this is what you woke up and you were dying to know. Yes, but we've answered this. Yeah, we've, done we've done this. We have. But I was, we have. I was thinking about this because this is like a little anti us because we're always like thick boys and proud, you know, big big Bettys, like you know what I mean, Ozempic adjacent. <laughs> and I thought, tell me your perfect day of eating. And you have a chef, you have unlimited means, but it's a healthy day of eating. What does that look like? I like it. I'm going to need you to go first. No, we'll do it together. Okay. So you start off in the morning. I, I love eggs. Mm. I love them. Nice omelets. Make me, we'll go spinach, mushroom, goat cheese. Make sure that the vegetables are in the omelet. There's no pet peeve or what are you nuts? When they make the omelet and then they just throw the vegetables in the middle and they close it. Terrible. Yes. I hate that. Spinach, mushroom, onion, goat cheese, omelet. Hash browns or potatoes. Nice and nice and golden. But then again, not too much oil, not too much butter, you know. Keep it healthy. Lunch, I love a salad. I absolutely love a salad. I could go in different routes. I could go the lettuce, gorgonzola. I'm a big fan of like the smelly cheeses in my salads. Maybe a little grilled chicken, some onion. Some, I like a craisin. Are craisins healthy? Craisin? Is that how? It's yeah, a dry craisin. fruit, so I'd say in moderation. Okay, a little craisin, a little nuts, maybe some almonds, some walnuts, 
I like maybe some fruit, maybe some apples, onions, a little bit of corn, some beets. Okay. Light ranch. Is that healthy? I feel like that's healthy. Not really. Or some balsamic vinaigrette. I like that too. That's better. That's fun. Dinner. Give me a steak. Yeah. Give me a nice, beautiful porterhouse. Delicious. Hold the butter. Hold the butter. And then for dessert, give me some nice diet ice cream that'll give me diarrhea. Halo top. Yeah. I wonder in like 20 years, are they going to look back at the people that ate Halo Top and just like look at their gut and think, holy smokes, what did these people eat? Yeah, I mean, Halo Top, their their slogan should be, listen, we're the best tasting of the ones that give you diarrhea. Yeah. You know? Number one, Dokalax. And how come at your Publix, your ShopRite, your local Kroger supermarket, the Pepto-Bismol isn't right next to the Halo Top? It's because it's just... It's bad. It's bad marketing. They should be. They should be sold together. Crazy. Halo Top. That now with Imodium. The collab of the century. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great campaign for tuna. Like Bumblebee X Tums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. If I'm eating healthy, I'll tell you what. Now, obviously, if you eat all these things, it's, you're going to be in a calorie surplus and it will no longer be healthy. But... Start in the morning, I like a nice overnight oats, okay? Chia seeds, a nice nut milk, nice oatmeal, Mm. beautiful, peanut butter, delish, nice fresh fruit platter, but like really nice mangoes, high in sugar, I know. Save it, you morons. No. (laughs) Pineapples, watermelon. I'm talking summer fruit season. Throw in a stone fruit in there. I don't give a fuck. Okay, next, (laughs) peaches, nectarines, plums, plumots. This guy's talking about craisins, asshole. What kind of fucking podcast is this? We're talking about craisins? Look out, Joe Rogan. We're coming for you on the charts, you freaking guy. (laughs) Pluma. We should make merch crazy for craisins. (laughs) Crazy for craisins. This is the weirdest podcast ever, ever created. Oh my God. Okay. Then for lunch, (laughs) I'm talking a nice grilled piece of fish, salmon, grilled shrimp, something like this on a salad. I agree. Whatever you want to do. Maybe do like a nice, you know what? I I don't mind a nice, like fresh arugula straight from the garden. Maybe a little parm on there. Pause. (laughs) Arugula? How do you say it? Arugula? (laughs) Yeah. It's not a rug. (laughs) Arugula? Maybe I'm thinking arugula. You're thinking arugula. The best. Arugula. What did I say? Arugula? You said arugula. (laughs) My mother. You know, my my mom calls it guacamole. And I'm like, mom, are you well? And she'll be like, what, Josh? We're from New York. I'm like, you lived in California 23 years. And like, by the way, there was avocados in New York. My dad calls it chipotle. That's awesome. What a legend Isn't he it? is. Yeah, he's great. Um, All right, arugula. Arugula. I'm not going to say the word again because now I feel insecure. Like a nice balsamic <laughs> on there, grilled piece of fish, beautiful. Or maybe a light sushi lunch, right? A little like mm. a Don Burry, perhaps. Or like mm. a, a little bit of rice, some nice, beautiful sashimi on top. Nice. Mm. Or you know what I like? A sashimi over a nice cucumber salad with that beautiful ponzu. Gorgeous. Mm. Then for dinner... I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking protein, you know, I'm down down to clown, nice ribeye, done upright. I do it the way Ina Garten does it. 
two minutes each side on the searing hot side, dummy hot. Then you put it on the cool side of the grill, close the top, 12 minutes, get a nice medium in there. Nice medium. And then for dinner, listen here, Greek yogurt, right? A little, mm. a little sweetness to it. You get like the strawberry, the blue, but low fat, 110 calories. Maybe you do like a little granola on there. Not too much. It's very calorie dense. And that's like your little sweet moment for dessert. Delicious. You know, it's so funny. I would love that day. Me too. I would love it. I'm really sure. I, I love all food, healthy food, unhealthy food. I'm sure you can relate. My sole problem my entire life, it's just portions. I yes. would go, the amount of that salad I would eat, holy smokes. The amount of that dressing, it would be a 2,500 calorie salad. But I love salads. Right. I love them. But you said it first. It's all about the calories. Yes. Wow. Wow. One more. Best bite. We just spoke about food. Best bite. You got a best bite of the week? You know, it's funny. And I know that Halloween is far, far, far gone. But the salt and straw ice cream parlor, the enterprise of salt and straw, you have them on the East Coast now, right? Do you know this thing? I don't, I don't know it, no. Salt and Straw started out as like this more bespoke, one-off ice cream parlor with like really high-end, yummy, like typical flavors. And then they would do like, they would do some of those hipstery things that never needed to be a flavor, but they made, you know, there's beet in the ice cream or it'll be like a poached pear ice cream, whatever. I wasn't there for that. But <laughs> overall, some nice ice creams. Once a year, they do a seasonal drop every month. Mm. And for the month of October, they do a drop called Candy Copia. Okay? Mm. This is a gorgeous ice cream. I was turned on to this by my buddy Jordan Oaken from the Air Jordan Food Podcast, a Los Angeles-centric food podcast. So if you're not from Los Angeles, you might not be into it, but it, it's quite good. And it's, it's basically they take every great candy from your Halloween candy bag and they stuff it into like buttery, delicious. It's not quite vanilla but it's like almost like a toffee flavor ice cream with like you know it's it's twix in there kit kat snickers peanut butter cups all the delicious things but hear me out they make said things they make homemade reese's buttercups they make homemade wow. twix and that's getting blended in it's all homemade babe so that's my favorite thing i've got two pints in the freezer right now shout out andrew at the salt and straw near my house who i literally was like brother I see there's no more candy copia left. What are we going to do about this? He's like, I could check the back. I was like, you could, couldn't you? And he came out with, <laughs> with two pints like this. And he goes, you want them? And I go, look, five, five, five dollar bill for you going in the tip jar. Thank you, Andrew. I gave him a five. Fantastic. Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Sounds delicious. You think I can get it on Gold Belly? I don't know if they have it on Gold Belly, but Gold Belly does have a lot of great things. You use Gold Belly? Never. Never? I just don't, it's the same way that I feel about a long line. I just don't order. I, I, I want the instant gratification of eating it now. I can't plan for next week. Gold Belly should be a sponsor of our pod. I know the people at Gold Belly. I will introduce you to the people at Gold Belly. Let's talk to Gold Belly. You know, maybe open, open my horizons. Look, we all know how much of a hassle buying a car can be. I've just gone through it and Ive, you know what I mean? This should be easier. And you spend so much time driving around to find the perfect car. Then you got to negotiate and you worry about the quality of the vehicle or are you getting the right deal or that's all done. 
now with Vroom. Vroom disrupted this space and it's why I'm so glad that they're advertising on the pod because I believe in Vroom. It's just, it's a better way to buy and sell used cars. On Vroom.com, you can shop thousands of cars right from your phone. They have popular makes and models. There's no haggling and you're going to get a good deal. Best of all, they'll deliver your new ride directly to you. And Vroom stands by their vehicles, right? So every car, truck coming from from Vroom goes through like a thorough inspection. You don't have to sweat it and a reconditioning process. And it comes with a 90-day limited warranty, which, I mean, come on. On top of that, you have seven days or 250 miles, whichever comes first, to make sure it's a car for you. And if you don't love it, you can return it. Who offers that? Vroom does. Look, you can also sell or trade in your current car on Vroom and they'll pick it up for free. Just answer a few questions about your car on the Vroom website and you'll get an offer in as little as two minutes. You have no obligation to sell. There's really nothing to lose. So whether it's buying your next car, selling or trading in your current one, go to Vroom.com. That's Vroom.com. Vroom has you covered. Start shopping today. Guys, here at the Good Guys Podcast, we're really stoked to be working with Ernan because the truth is time waits for no one, or at least that's a saying, right? But you know what? To keep your money moving in the direction of your needs, your wants, you got to get earning, right? You, you have financial anxiety. Sometimes you're not able to like bridge the gap between payday and bills and whatnot. Well, that's where earning comes in. It's an app that helps millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient without falling into like debt traps. And it empowers you to live life to the fullest because it will provide you with $100 a day of your pay within minutes of earning it. No mandatory fees, no credit check. So you watch your earnings tick up as you work and you can access up to $750 per pay period. It's easy and, and free to get started. You just add your bank and employment info. They verify your paycheck done. Earnings just designed to support you in the short term and the long term. And growing up, my mom and I, we had financial insecurity. There were times where we weren't sure, you know, what was going to happen from check to check. And having something like this would have just been so helpful. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Good Guys under podcasts. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. Good guys under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. My best bite of the week. Oh, I just had it. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. No, it'll come back. It was it'll an omelet. come back. No, no, no. I thought of a better one. I take it back. Oh, I got it. 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 Okay. My best bite of the week. You guys have Joe and the Juice on the West Coast? No. We do. Okay. We do. Yes. It's so good. Oh, oh okay. Okay. You do. <laughs> it's like a it's like a coffee shop. They also have some smoothies, but it's mainly a coffee it's shop. It's pink, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I guess they also have juices because it's Joe and the Juice. Oh, Joe. Cup of Joe and the Juice. I got it. Joe and the Juice. Yes. They have an unbelievable tuna panini. It's called the Tunicado. It's sick. And it's like nice and small. It's the perfect size when you're not starving. You know, you get a sandwich and you're like, oh, I, I'm going to eat the second half. It's so big. Perfect size. You can eat it while you're walking. They have a spicy version, but it's tuna, avocado, some pesto, some little greens. 
fantastic, delicious. Joe and the Juice, it's great. And if anybody from Joe and the Juice is listening to this, we want to talk about coffee. There's something uh, that we want to talk about with coffee. So reach out to us. But Joe and the Juice, best bite of the week. Mm, I like the way you just truncated that. Best bite of the week. Best bite of the week. Yeah. BBW. <laughs> best <laughs> bite of the week. Well, <laughs> yeah. Big, beautiful women. Did you know that that was like a famous Howard Stern thing when he was on WNBC in the 80s and the 90s in New York? that he had to say the call letters in a special way. So it wasn't WNBC, it was WNBC. WNBC. Wow. WNBC. <laughs> Try it, it's fun. WNBC. <laughs> that was good. I'm very impressed. Yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> you are. Okay, so there's something else that I want to I want to bring up. And the other day, you tell me, tell <laughs> me if I'm a insensitive jerk. I'm around these people, they're talking, whatever, whatever. And this guy says something to the effect of like, you know, when my father died in, in, in 1998, I remember, and someone literally stops him and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And I wanted to say, it's been a while. You know, <laughs> like, how long is too long for sorry for your loss? I think for a parent, if you never knew, it's, you're always fine to say it. Once. It's 25 years. One time. 25 years ago. And the guy even looked at him and said, thanks. <laughs> like, what? It's 25 years ago. Like, we can move on. May their memory be a blessing, but we don't have to sit in it. Uh, oh, I'm so we sorry. We don't have to sit in it. May their memory be a blessing. Those terms are so strange and dated. Rest in peace. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know. What other ones are there? May their memory be a blessing. Rest May in their peace. memory be a May blessing is a Hebrew term. It's like a Jewish. I don't think that's used in the normal it's lexicon. Not. Oh, it's not. Okay. In the nor so it's not like it's not like rip. No, rest in peace is. Is there anything more insensitive than a rip? Yeah, R.I.P. just has a rough. What's your plan? What's your death plans? Ooh, beautiful plot. Mm, you're beautiful. a plot guy. I want. I want the money spent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I want nice. the money spent. So I'm going to start, honestly, I should start it soon, putting together a funeral fund for myself because I don't want to be a burden, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want like, I want a big, I want a big shebang, but I'll pay for it. I want, yeah, just a big plot, you know, family, family around me, maybe like a, I like one of those like huge stones, you know, when you go and there's like that big arch and you're like, oh my God, this guy was, a, was this is fantastic. Flowers, flowers. Too, not often enough do I go to a cemetery and see like fresh flowers. I would love if, again, expensive, maybe I get a weekly gardener. I'm talking mm. about being super rich. But imagine you have just fresh roses around you or tulips all the time. Nice. To me, sorry, what are you nuts cremating? What are you nuts? Like I, I just, the, the cleanup, the cleanup. Like there, you can't, you can't bring that home and not accidentally, I, I knock over everything. I trip and I knock over absolutely everything. If there was somebody cremated in my house, it would be on my floor. Okay, so here's the dirty little secret of cremation. Usually, it's not much of you in there. It's mm. it's a lot of filler dust. Mm. <laughs> and then they sprinkle a little bit of you in there like holy water. Like, oh, suddenly mm -hmm. the whole bottle's holy because we put a drop in. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. usually, the ashes aren't in the urn. The ashes are in a plastic bag, and the plastic bag's in the urn. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Has anybody ever sold their ashes? Not theirs, but like, I don't know, somebody from the Elvis estate selling Elvis's ashes. Has that ever happened? No, that would be awesome. Right? And now that I'm thinking about it, if it's really just a sprinkle, you can make like a thousand of them. I'd like to be put mixed with a with a pepper shaker. Hear me out. Because <laughs> how often do you go through pepper? I'll answer that not often. Right? It's a little bit here no. and there. So every now and then, you know what? You go, I miss Josh. I'm going to get a hit of Josh. And you just do a little bit. And it's mixed with pepper. <laughs> it's inert. It's carbon. It's, it's not going to make you sick. You won't even notice. But just like, let me throw a little, a little Josh in your tuna. Let me throw a little Josh on my Cobb salad. I miss him today. Is that morbid (laughs) or is that empowering? Both? Empowering. Empowering. I like it. You know what? I take it back. Bury my whole body. Cut off my foot. Cremate my foot. Yeah. Give my foot to my loved ones. (laughs) Yeah. Ben's foot. (laughs) Oh, I won't cremate my foot. I'll just leave it whole. It'll be like a, like a stuffed dog. (laughs) Oh my God. What do you think about taxidermy? What do I think about that? Ta- I don't think about it a lot, I'll be honest, but I, I think it's about as weird as something can be. Right? Deeply strange. weird. Strange. I, it's very strange. You know what's a very dope form of burial? <laughs> it, it's not burial. It's a form of memorial. Is that for surfers that die, they'll do something called a paddle out where a mm. bunch of surfer friends will get together. They're all there looking like freaking Kelly Slater and they're, and they'll paddle out and they'll make a big circle and everyone's on their surfboards. And then a boat that you got to be a high up if you get a boat and a boat or two will come around and like be on the outskirts and someone will say something really nice. Sometimes they'll take like flowers and they'll put it into the water and then everybody starts splashing up the water. And then the boats start doing like cannons of water over the people wow. into this ring. It's very beautiful. Is there another surfer other than Kelly Slater? Laird Hamilton, friend of the podcast, and his wife, Gabby Reese. Okay. Besides Laird. No. No. No, there is. But Kelly is incredibly famous. Kelly Slater's the Mike. Everyone knows Kelly. He's Michael Jordan. He's the greatest, inarguably the greatest surfer to ever and may ever exist. But there's like John John Florence. There's other people. I guess the girl from Blue Crush. Kate Bosworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great film. She's a surfer. Amazing. I, Amazing. Speaking of incredible blondes, you know, Britney Spears used one of the oldest tricks in the book in an attempt to get out of a recent traffic stop, explaining she had to go to the bathroom, which caused her to cross the double yellow traffic lines. This was on September 10th and October 6th near her home in Thousand Oaks, who even knew she lived out here. And she just said, I'm so sorry. I have to use the bathroom. It's about to come out right now. I'm so sorry. And (laughs) okay. So she also didn't have her license or proof of insurance in the car that happens. But yeah. What do we think? I think that anything that has to do with Brittany, she just gets a free pass. She's been through enough. I don't know. I don't know. She's been through a lot. I didn't get to, I didn't get a chance to read her book yet, but I'd like to. Have you read her book? No. You're not going to read it. No, I, I I wouldn't. I don't think I'd read most celebrity memoirs, except for John Stamos's book. I'll be hosting his live talk L.A., which already happened, and it went really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I give Brittany a pass. What? So what? She crossed a double yellow. That's what it is. Yeah, crossed a double yellow. Got a three hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Just had to pee. Imagine being so famous that somebody writes up the cross a double yellow. Like you know the shit that I do in this 
beautiful Range Rover from Jaguar Land Rover of Brooklyn. <laughs> I think I get, honestly, I'm getting 10 speeding tickets a month. And that's because New York is fucking nuts. They have these stupid cameras. You go over 30, the speed limit's 25. I got a ticket for going 31 in the mail, 50 bucks. That's that's not bad though, because usually speeding tickets are like four hundred in points. No, yeah, these are these are fake speeding tickets. These are just a way that Mayor Adams can buy himself a new Rolls. That's it. Got it. It's lining his pockets, lining his pockets. That said, Mayor Adams, you know, he gave a beautiful speech a couple weeks ago for the Jewish people. Big Adams fan. It's probably going to De Blasio, that crooked son of a bitch. Wow. I wonder if tell us how you really feel. If then. Mayor Adams. It refers to his family as the Adams family. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you know that vegetarian Kelly Ripa grills her husband, Mark Consuelos, for having no idea who I am after ordering her fish? Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos got into a playful argument while rehashing the Riverdale actor's lack of consideration for his wife's dietary restriction. It's a little weird, no, if she's a historic vegetarian. And a known very, vegetarian. Very bizarre. Weird, right? Yeah, very bizarre. Very bizarre. I always thought, I guess it's a pescatarian that eats fish. How did we land on pescatarian? Pescado. Pescado. Wow. I, You're smart. I know, but how did we land on that? How wasn't it just fishitarian? Because that sucks. Fish-itarian? I know, but like, how are we combining, like, why is it pescado? Our wonderful producer, Marshall, is a, a proud vegan. How long have you been a vegan, Marshall? Oh, eight years in November. Eight years and he's 26, so just saying. Wow. Marshall, what made you first become a vegan? So I was touring my college with my best friend, and she goes, this campus is so gorgeous, you'd have to be vegan to go here. I go, that would suck. She goes, I dare you to try it for a day. I get through a day. She's like, okay, try a week. It was like a, a bet. And then I never stopped. Wow. Wait, the school only let in vegans? <laughs> that was like our, our joke. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I was like, what is this vegan university? <laughs> and so tell me this, and I don't know if you're in a relationship right now. I should know that. Some kind of friend I am. Um, but, um, <laughs> I don't ask because I don't want to get reported to HR. But just saying, let, let's say it, it, it hypothetical. If you fell for someone who was a big steak and potatoes person, would that be possible? Would that turn you off? I'd have no issue with it. I don't know if I'd want to prepare them their dinner, but like they could make their dinner around me and it wouldn't matter. Wow, beautiful. My wife too. I'm the, I'm the same way, same way. But back to Kelly Ripa and Mr. Consuelos, this is terrible. He doesn't know that she doesn't eat fish. But that, that's a what are you nuts in and of itself. But there's not, an, there's not, there's more to this story. I bet you she's been a pescatarian for a long time and is now a vegetarian. It, otherwise it doesn't make she's sense. She's moving the line. She's changing the rules. She changed the rules on him and he forgot, slipped, and she reported it to the media. Jesus, Kelly. You see how we always find a way to blame the women? You know, the crazy thing is I did a TV show with Mark Consuelos and the man is as perfect, as perfect, as perfect gets. I cannot get, I looked for a flaw right down to this, his freaking nail beds were beautiful. There was not a cuticle out of place. Do you get manicures? I don't, but I'm not against it. I just can't defend it. Like, I can't sit there for an hour and be like, I'm doing something good for humanity. Yeah, I'm also not against it. I like them. I like them a lot. I love a pedicure. Oh, oh what a treat. Are you kidding me? 
unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I feel so bad when the woman has to like rip at these yes. biscuits and they, she's got to like yes. take the dry skin off my heel. I just want to be like, ma'am, you didn't sign up for this. I want to give her the money and just say, go get a coffee. Don't do this. You're better than this. No, they need a big sign at nail salons next to the pedicurists that say no Jews allowed. Oh because God. those bunions. <laughs> <laughs> the bunions. The bunions be bunioning. Oh, so I wanted to hear what you think because I, you know, as I said, my wonderful sister-in-law, Blake, got married the other day and to her wonderful husband, Will. And so the night before, I was sort of tasked with me, my brother-in-law, and Will's brother-in-law, Joe. Shout out, Joe. We went out for a nice steak dinner. It was the night before the wedding. And there was no official, it was a very small wedding. There was no official bachelor party. So we said, could go to a strip club. We'd get the green light. It would be appropriate. In fact, the strip club where I went for my bachelor party was not far. Two and a half, 2.8 miles away. Not like I looked it up. And, <laughs> and you know what? And we toyed with it. We joked about it. We brought it up several times over dinner. And inevitably, we decided we're not going. Now, three of us are married. One of us wasn't. What do you think about that? We just It just wasn't worth the trouble. Thoughts? I think I told this this story on the podcast already, but we went to see Chappelle like probably two months ago at this point, and he made just like a joke, like, you know, his wife, like people ragging him for going to the strip club alone. And he's like, it's a lot, it's a lot weirder to go and get hot, like hard with your boys. <laughs> like that was the comment that like, you're going like the five of you and you're just bricked up watching someone. And now I think about, you know, strip clubs ever since then, it's just such an odd concept. Would you sit on the couch, you, your brother-in-law, your other brother-in-law, That it was four of you, would you guys sit and watch like 1997 Robin Bird show on TV? You mean burlesque? You mean some kind of erotica? Would you watch a stripper How's, strip on TV in front of the four of you while you're sitting on your what's couch? What's the storyline? It's strange. <laughs> I don't know. It's strange. It is. It, I don't know. It, yeah. Now that you say know. it, it's super weird. That's what I'm saying. And again, this is a guy that likes a strip club. What's what's not to like? Right. But I'm just saying when you really start to decompartmentalize what a strip club is, if you brought the strip club home, weird. You know what would be, <laughs> you know what would be a real <laughs> treat for me, Ben? What I've secretly been fantasizing about is I really want to get a magic mic moment from you in the privacy of our home. I want to sit on a chair and I want you to put on Pony by Genuine and I want you to do like a full strip tease and a lap dance and just, I just, I need it. What's next? <laughs> so uncomfortable. I'd make sure my ass is clean. <laughs> I'd go straight to the shower and scrub my ass. And yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it happily. <laughs> I'd happily do it. You? Well, my only other question to you is, would you be open to giving us a preview? <laughs> Our YouTube numbers need to go up, Ben. Take your I can't hear the music. Up. Oh, you want something? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. Clip it. Clip that. <laughs> oh, sadly, we're going to have to cut that part out because we're going to get a strike on YouTube, a copyright strike. Damn it. <laughs> Would I do it? Yeah, but I could not because I know what I look like without clothes on. And I look Me like a, 
like a I look like a bag that someone lost, you know, like a bag that came like <laughs> that was carrying groceries. So it got a little stretched out because you got like a gallon of milk. It's still a good bag. You know, it's useful, <laughs> but it's not as pretty as it once was. So yeah, I understand. Like my inner thigh I'm like skin. Lump, I'm like a lumpy potato. Yeah, man, my like inner he, thigh skin would be jiggling, and I would just be like, "This, you like this?" Because like sometimes yeah. from certain angles, I'm just like, "My wife's so lucky," and from other angles, I'm like, "This poor woman." The idea of just I just can't get over the ass. Like my ass, my ass shouldn't be grinding nude on anyone. It's just too much. Like, what if I had that Greek yogurt for dessert oh, God. that you mentioned Stop before? It. All of a sudden, I let out a nice wet tooth. It's, it's over. It's How over. How much time is left, Marshall? <laughs> Did we do Woody and Nuts or no? We're, no, we didn't. Let's come on, do let's it. do it. Woody and Nuts moment of the week. Let's do it. I got one. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. I was recently on a plane. I have two. I have two. Actually, uh, I'll go with the second one. Not going with the plane. Starting now. And I think this could be you. <laughs> running with a forwards fitted hat what are you nuts it's insane there's just something about it that like how, how do you do anything with a forwards fitted hat i honestly think that running with a hat in general is crazy you're sweating you're sweating through the hat the hat probably smells like a hockey glove but i just see people running with a forwards fitted hat i want to know if it's you and i say to myself what are you nuts? Have your hair with the wind. That's part of the allure of running. Fitted hat. It's nuts. I agree with you. If you knew me at all, you would know I can never wear a hat while running. I have a gigantic head and I have a very sensitive scalp and I get tension headaches like it's no tomorrow and I can't even mess around. Every time I see you, you're wearing a hat. That's because it frames my face nicely for the people, and I'm so vain. Uh, believe me, I'm going to be taking an Advil Tylenol cocktail the moment I get in my Tesla. So maybe you get, so maybe you get a like a bucket hat or something, something looser. If I get a bucket hat, a, su a sun hat. If I get a bucket hat, I want you to fucking choke me out. <laughs> bucket hats are sun so losery. As a rule, don't wear a bucket hat. They suck. <laughs> like unless you're like, what about a visor? Would you go visor? A visor? Where, where do I go to? Arizona State? <laughs> what? What's my wife's name? Bree? Like, no. I'm not doing that. What am I? What are you nuts is naming your daughter after a cheese. <laughs> okay, so my what are you nuts moment is I was doing, I go to, I take yoga at Core Power Yoga, humble brag. It's a great place. I've been going for like 10 years. I love it. It's hot yoga. And they have a sculpt class with like weights and all the things. Shout out Core Power. So I finished this workout and this guy comes in with shoulder length hair and you could tell it's one of these guys who's like in his thirties, his hair should not be this long and he's real proud of it. Real proud of this long hair of his like, oh wow, so proud of these follicles that you had nothing to do with. I digress. So we finish, <laughs> we shower because of course, so sweaty and he gets out and there's, as we all know, like in any gym locker room, it's nice. So there's like the pump and there's like a pump of hand soap, a pump of body moisturizer, a pump of mouthwash. He takes the body moisturizer, five pumps at least, maybe six, puts it in his hands and he proceeds to slick it through all of his hair, his freshly washed hair. Okay. Now I know when you have long hair, yeah, sometimes you need to add something to it to give it weight. Fair enough. I wanted to say, is this your brand? Is this, do you even know the brand? Is it Jergens? What is it? Lubiderm? 
You're just putting random yoga studio uh, lotion in your hair. Then he goes back for seconds. Five more pumps. I was like, this is too much lotion in your hair. What are you nuts? Like, get Moroccan <laughs> oil. Are you sick? You're sick, sir. And he just sick. throws it in a messy bun. I was like, you're disgusting. Yeah. It must have been his brand. It must have How been. could he know? If it's a random brand, it's terrible. Yeah, how does he know? I don't know. Maybe he's the supplier. Maybe it's his brand. All right, fair enough. But it's not like, you know, <laughs> I mean, and I love Core Power, but it's not like Equinox where you got like nice keels, high end, shout out Equinox. But like, you know, they have nice keels, you know, things in yeah, the shower. the good the stuff. Good, the real good stuff. But have you ever noticed, and then we'll wrap up, some of these Equinoxes or hotels or whatever it is, they will have body lotion in the shower. Why? What do, what do people do with that? Are there people that really shampoo, condition, body wash, dry off, and then apply body lotion in the shower? Yeah. Is that a thing? I think so. The pores are open and they're dying for moisture. Wow. I know. Okay, cool. Well, that's what our show. Episode. <laughs> I can't wait to see you in New York. Same. Wow. We're going to be eating turkey. And we're going to be- Eating that big bird. We're going to be wearing- some new Good Guys merch that will be available on Black Friday. Yes, it's gorgeous. You're going to love be hot. it. For a friend, for a grandma, for a Maybe sister. Maybe some hats. It's going to be hats and tees. Hats, tees, and a crew neck. We're making some crew necks because it's going to be a little bit chilly. Look out, H&M. Yeah, yeah, totally. We probably bought your crew your necks blanks. wholesale. We bought your blanks. <laughs> blanks for H&M. No, incredibly high quality vetted multiple, made just beautiful merch. Yes, we will be wearing them. So excited to see you in New York. Give this episode five stars because anything else would just be criminal. You know what we should be the faces of with our merch? Nordstrom Rack. That's perfect. Love high it. end, Love but it. like the lower of the high. It's so funny. I just went to a Saks Off Fest. I got to tell you, it's Marshalls. Isn't it? But it's nice Marshalls. No, no, but it's Marshalls. And I love a Marshalls. That's not me saying that I don't like Marshalls. Ugh. I'm just saying it's Marshalls. It's the same thing. They take all the same stuff. They, like the fact that they've been able to convince people that Saks Off Fifth has anything to do with Saks is nuts. I like the word Saks. Anyway, give this episode five stars. We love you. We appreciate you. Rate, review, subscribe. That could be the name of our folks. The Saks. I, I like morons. <laughs> oh, morons, morons. That's better. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.